time for the podcast. Yay, we're back again. Yay, hey there everybody. Is no escape. Let's go straight to the theme music. New theme music. I swear to God, if it's not new theme music, I don't think it is. It's not real theme music. I've been stung too many times. I'm so afraid. Also, apparently, I've forgotten how to use uh, theme music playing. Yeah, we're Thank off you. to a great start today. <laughs> Hold on. New theme music. Theme music for the <laughs> podcast. Uh, don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any. Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. <sighs> that gets successively less professional every week. <laughs> I give up. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to leave. It's a great I'm theme tired. music. I want to go home. Look, all the tweets we've had, the theme music is the standout thing about the podcast. The, people love the, the theme race music. of tweets that we've had from people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the stacks, endless <laughs> tweets. We nearly crashed the site once or twice. I think. Mm. So you were chatting with the CEO of Twitter there to start. The Mark week. Mark Zuckerberg, two. Mark Zuckerberg, two. Oh, his son. His son. Mark Zuckerberg Jr. Famously part of the Zuckerberg feud where the owners of Facebook and the owners of Twitter separated. Is this real? No, it's not real. Oh. No, it's not. No. no, Ben, look, we have a podcast dynamic. <laughs> sorry. The podcast sorry. dynamic is I make things up and you don't know oh, if they're real. Sorry, enough. sorry. Now, speaking of, we've had a tweet. We've had a, <laughs> we've had a tweet. <laughs> a real tweet from a real person this time. Uh-huh. Definitely a real person. Uh, this person goes by the name of Roshin. She's on Twitter. She's on, she's on Twitter. She's on Twitter. At Colleen Bona, which I think is Irish. It, it's, it is Irish. I think it means bad girl. It, or milk girl. Milk, milk girl, I think, is probably the closer translation. I'm not of, entirely of sure. Yeah. Anyway, what, what, uh, what Roshin says, I think Roshin might be Irish. She, she might be. Just from the seem, name. It does seem like an Irish name. Yeah, so what Roshin says is, come here. <laughs> That's how Irish people say hello. Come here. Come here. Come here. So she says, come here, will yous, and she's she's written yiz. As in Y-I-S? Y-I-Z. Y-I-Z? Yeah. Exactly. So she said, Roshin at Colleen Bona, she said, come here, will yous ever talk about Irish people in space? Yes, feckin' pair of L gobshites. Yes, feckin' pair of L gobshites. Ah, uh, long time since I heard that one. <laughs> long time since I heard that one. So, Roshin, I call it in Bona. Despite your slightly aggressive tone, <laughs> it's not slightly aggressive. That was that was pure aggressive. <laughs> pure aggressive. Pure aggressive. Um, despite Roshin's uh, uh, slightly aggressive, pure aggressive tone. That's kind of, that's what we're going to do today. Oh, we're going to talk about Irish people. Irish people, suspos, suspos, isbos. Uh, ben, do you remember Power Rangers? I, I do. Not no, wait, sorry, not 2017's Saban's Power Rangers. Not but, 2017. No, I have very little recollection of pre 2017. Why did we go see that Saban's movie? Power, no, no. I mean, I, I remember the the core Power Rangers, but I didn't keep up with the variations that came after that. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't like. Ninja Power Rangers or Dino Power Rangers well, or let me let me tell you let me anecdotalize you please do um and for the non-Irish people listening I'm going to have to do some explaining um the 6th season of the original Power Rangers okay. was called Power Rangers in Space good to know and good to know I I watched it but not in English in Irish 
Oh. It was dubbed on TG Cahar. Oh. No, it was all right. It was fine. I mean, the dialogue Ooh. dialogue isn't key to Power Rangers. Well, that's true. It is, it is all about the sparks. But the one thing that's always stuck with me is the theme tune, which was they, they took most of the lyrics away because they obviously didn't want to waste oh. the energy, but they saved did this bit, which okay. I'll never forget. I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do Excellent. it. Excellent. Okay. <clears throat> ready? Getting the feeling in the Power Rangers feeling? Sure, sure. Okay, ready? Go, Power Rangers! Go, Power Rangers! Go! They didn't translate go. <laughs> I mean, you, you, but you really kept the energy of the original. Exactly. Yeah, Hold no, on, well sorry. Done. Go, Power Rangers! Go, Power Rangers! Go, Power Rangers! Suspos! <laughs> for those listening and who don't speak the uh, very, very little spoken Irish language... Suspos means in space. I'm sure you put that together. Suspos. Suspos. Is spos, no? I, I, Suspos is spos. It was called Power Rangers Suspos. suspos. Okay. Who am I to argue? Yeah, T.G. Carr would know better than we would. Yeah, so Power, yeah, Power Rangers enough. Suspos. Can't argue with that. Uh, ben. Yes. Speaking of people Suspos. Suspos. Or in space. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy 2? <clears throat> I, did, I didn't. I didn't uh, see. Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't see it. Yet. Say that again, there. I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy two yet. Oh. Because I'm not really worthy to podcast with people. <laughs> I've been working on an impression just for you know I'm famous uh-huh. for my impressions. You, you are. You are. It's it's well known from Paris to Timbuktu that you're, <laughs> you're quite the impressionist. Uncanny impressions. Un, un, uncanny is the word that's been used. Um, so I've been working on, a, on, a, on an impression of of you. Oh, of me? Yeah, for this very moment. Oh, wonderful. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to lead in. Here I go. Okay. Oh, hey guys, I'm Ben. I want to do a pop culture podcast, but I'm too busy thinking about themes and meaning of stuff that I don't have time to watch any of the things we're supposed to talk about on the podcast. But, I mean, if you want, I'll come over to your house and talk your ear off about how pop culture is... A dark mirror of real life events, but I haven't seen Guardians though. For any listeners who had difficulty, that wasn't actually me. That was that was Mick doing an impression of me, and it <laughs> it was it was that good. <laughs> I found that very funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be that amused by myself. It's just as well you are. It's okay, just as well you are. So, if you haven't seen Power Rangers, no, not Power Rangers, Space Power, Space Guard. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes, Suspos. Suspos. Uh, what have you seen? What have you seen? What have you seen? Uh, well, this week, Mick, mm-hmm. uh, there have been several little releases and and teasers given out to the public, uh, mostly from the Marvel end of things. Uh, I suppose the most significant one to come out was the Defenders trailer for Netflix. Ooh! Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the Defenders trailer, which is which which doesn't look too bad. It looks pretty good. It doesn't look too bad. I, I like the look of it. Yeah, I no, I I think it's going to be fairly solid for anyone that doesn't know. The defenders are made up of that was like a drum roll. Uh, Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, the Immortal Iron, the Fist. Immortal Iron Fist, and Daredevil. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage and uh, Jessica Jones don't get superhero names because they're gritty and they're real, gritty and real, and they don't need superhero names. You know, though, one thing that I liked about the, the the trailer was that the other characters upon meeting the immortal Iron Fist 
find that as ridiculous as they should. Oh, absolutely. They completely question it. I really like that interaction between him and Luke Cage. You know, it's just a, Luke Cage just is that incredulous kind of like, can, can, what? Yeah, you, what? <laughs> yeah, which is exactly what most people did when they turned on Iron Fist. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair response. Everyone for the first couple of episodes was like, what? What? That's our Marvel sponsorship gone. Well, look, Marvel Marvel have been done with us for a while. <laughs> Marvel have been done with us for a while, so it's, it's grand. Um, a fun farewell. Bye, Marvel. Um, you know, there are a couple of other things about it. Um, a couple of interesting things. Corridor fight. Another corridor fight because they just can't let it go. Corridor fights are the Marvel TV universe's equivalent of people getting their hands chopped off in Star Wars. Yes, it's the exact same thing. It's yeah. a recurring theme, motif, thing that you just have to have. But it works. Every time it works. They give it a little bit of variation each time. Daredevil Season 2 had the Punisher do the corridor scene that particular time. Oh, yeah. Memory goes through yeah, the yeah. prison. That's true. Um, Luke Cage wasn't great. Luke Cage just holds up a corridor. He has a corridor. has a corridor. It is a corridor fight, but... But, Ben, mm. I don't understand. He's more bulletproof than a corridor. I think it's to stop him being overpowered by bullets. It doesn't make sense. I, I think he's bulletproof, but I don't think he's resistance-proof. I think he can be pushed back ah. with the right unlike, amount of force. Unlike a car door. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are car doors where you come from? They're special gravity things. <laughs> Magic. Are, are rooted in their own... Magic physics-proof. fields. Yeah, they're amazing. That's ridiculous. Cardinals uh, are magic. Everybody knows this. Um, you know, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Did you did you go through it? Did you go through it inch by inch? I didn't go through it inch by inch. I I, I I'm I'm always kind of a a big picture sort of guy. Big picture kind themes, of guy. Themes, themes, motifs. I'm, I'm big at themes and motifs. They're my favorite thing. Oh, my hey, favorite thing. I'm Ben. I'm thinking about themes, so I don't have time to go to the cinema. That was me again. <laughs> that was me again being I, Ben. You're gonna have to start preferencing it because they're gonna get confused <laughs> and think that I keep referring to myself in the third person. Uncanny. Uncanny. Um, did you see when Electra gives Der- Matt Murdock? I suppose because he's in the suit. I think. Yeah. She gives him the stun palm. And yeah, she gets knocked through back. the window. Yeah. Well, what's up with that? Does she have super strength now? Well, she's resurrected by. As far as I can tell, she gets resurrected by the hand. The interesting hand or the boring hand? Uh, help me on that one. Well, there was the cool, deadly ninja hand from Daredevil who had heartbeats so I think controlled. Yeah, you can't hear them. You can't they hear can, them. They can outwit Daredevil. And then there was the confused teenager hand from Iron Fist. Uh, yeah, it's not teenager hand from Iron Fist. The good it's hand. Awesome. Heartbeat muffling, yes, ninja thing. But that happens in the comics as well. Frank Miller did a whole run. Oh, Frank Miller! No, no, no. this was Frank Miller pre like cuckoo. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was Frank Miller pre cuckoo, and uh, it's actually a pretty decent run. It kind of redefined the character and oh, gave him a shot. Yeah, I'm so disappointed. Um, I know. I wanted to bash him so badly. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to have a go at, at Frank Miller again. I wanted Frank Miller to be kind of our first official podcast enemy. He is. I, he will be. I, I have plenty to say about him, and we will say plenty about him over over the many podcasts that are to come. Unless, unless Frank Miller wants to sponsor the podcast. Yay. Please don't, Frank. <laughs> I would not be able to work with you. Um, um, but yeah, no, she gets resurrected by the hand, um, and she becomes. I think usually when you're resurrected by the hand, you get a little bit of a, a boost, a pick me up. Um, uh, do not you, majorly. What it, happened? Uh, spoilers for uh, Iron Fist. If anyone cares anymore. What happened to 
Meacham, Harold Meacham? Harold Meacham, He yeah. came back all Frankenstein. He did, he came back extremely Frankenstein, didn't he? he Is she just... going to climb out of a swamp and eat a shoe? And... I don't see why not. <laughs> um, Maybe because she's in that coffin thing in the trailer. It seems like it was handled with a lot more, like there was a lot more protocol or a lot more, you know. They did it right. Human resources was very on board on this one. They were like making sure that all the proper boxes were ticked, you know. Um, ben! Yes. Inhumans. Inhumans. I have only seen the picture for the Inhumans. It's bad. It does it does it look grim, does it? Because the picture looks kind of grim. It looks bad. It looks very... I, I remember I, I read one thing and they said that the costumes were trying to be more realistic. Don't know. But their costumes just look very... Like they're made out of PVC at a kind of uh, fetish night. You think? They, you You're know, going to the wrong fetish night. Medusa's... Uh, it's true. It's true. I've been turned away for the last two. Um... <laughs> Because you showed up dressed like a Medusa. <laughs> Snake like hair. <laughs> oh, I've got the wrong fetish. I thought it was Greek con. It wasn't. It wasn't Greek con. I don't know. The hair looks bad. I know. Maybe when they CG it, it's going to be good. And maybe when there's some motion in it, it's going to be good. But it looks like a woman in a cheap costume I've, with a bad wig. Uh, ABC's adaptations do not fill me with joy when it comes to the Marvel Universe. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is very good. I won't have a bad thing said about I it. I don't agree with you you haven't seen it I, I've i seen parts I've seen enough you haven't seen enough I've seen enough get on the case of season 4 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season Ghost 4 Rider. Is, this, is this the Ghost Rider season it is the Ghost Rider are you, are you in love with Ghost Rider no Ghost Rider is the weakest of the three here this is a theme word so this is your department yay what's a mini arc called uh, uh, a, a sequence Sub, uh, subplot Sub, no but I mean what would you call six episodes uh, let's call it a sequence let's call it a sequence and there are three sequences that make up the 18 episodes 22 I think okay well then there's a, there's a 18 18 with a couple of fillers yeah, yeah. Um, and of the three sequences Ghost Rider was the weakest okay and it was still pretty decent it was still pre- okay so I'm going to have to check out season 4 now and there's an Irishman in it an Irishman yeah he doesn't play an Irishman we're we're Irish men. we're Irish men for anyone who hasn't figured that out you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, um, did you see the image for Runaways I did looks very MTV does superheroes yeah to me I, mm, I they're very comic accurate like stunningly exceptionally comic accurate I was quite impressed except a bit older and a little bit sexy they're, they're a little they're, they're a little bit CW um, <gasps> like Mark Spector like Mark Spector Rami Malek looking all swish um, yeah but uh, they're, they're a little bit CW'd I think it's going to be Disney Channel and MTV come together do a project happens to have superheroes on Hulu Hulu yeah what 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 even is what's, Hulu what's, what even it's a subscription it was the one of the original subscription services for television does it predate Netflix I'm not sure it predates Netflix but it was one of their Initial, like they were competitors in the early days, and then Netflix just vastly pulled ahead. But oh, um, cool. yeah, so I think they. I, I don't think Runways is Runways. I don't runways. think Runways is hard to say. It, runways. Runways. Is it my Irishness? It, it could be your Irishness. I keep rolling into Runways. This is an interesting thing. Runways. Nick, you seem to be very preoccupied runways. on. Uh, well, it's the theme. Today. It's the theme it, for it today. Is, it is the topic of the day. The topic for today is Irishness and forgetting to see movies that are important for podcasts. And just doing everything in your power to make your co-host feel uncomfortable. Yay! Then let's move on because we're we've got, we've got, we've got <laughs> um, for people who well for people who can't see us. 
everyone. Uh, yeah, ben, we don't. Ben's, Ben's looking a bit tired today. He's looking a bit vulnerable. I'm a bit ragged. I've taken this moment to strike. I'm a bit ragged. I can't even. I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. Like Batman in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> I got, I've got a knife to the shoulder. <laughs> taking a couple of licks. Stop talking about Batman. Warner Brothers are going to copyright claim us again. Again. <laughs> There is a bit of a saga going on at the time of this podcast. Should we fill you in next week? Yeah, we'll fill you in. Everything will be fine. Everything will be grand. Everything is fine. So, Mick. Ben. Today's wonderful, wonderful topic is... Power Rangers in space. No. (laughs) Do you want to do that? Uh, It is um, Power Rangers in space. Uh, No, it's not. It's Irish people in comic books and the kind of stuff that we like. Yeah. Nerdy, superhero-y based... Yeah, stuff. Okay, um, look, Ben. I bloody hate when there's an Irish person on a television. Oh, program. I can't stand it. Um, it's the worst thing in the world. Is that our fault, or is there a reason? Uh, well, there's a couple of reasons for this, um, Mick. And uh, one of the most interesting ones—that's your opinion. It, well, it's always, it's always, it's always my opinion, Mick, because it comes out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, one of the most interesting things, in my opinion. Uh, is <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We've moved. We've moved into a new studio. It's very small, and we've had Mexican food. And I'm a little gassy, and I don't know if that's getting caught on the mic. If it is, Ben will hopefully edit it out. Oh, this room! I'm not editing it. This room is far too small. (laughs) It's so small. It's such a tiny room. And it's warm. (laughs) But it's like there's less echo today, so it's it's a little bit farty. It's it's just back on topic. Back on topic. I'm ragged. Um, It's just it's just a mess. Anyway, uh, yeah, Irish people in in all forms of media kind of get. A rough old go of it, or a representation of Irish people is not always the most accurate thing. Okay. Um, in in comic books or in movies, um, and this is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on for hundreds of years. Hundreds uh, of years. Hundreds of years. Hold on a second. Sorry, let me Irish that up for you a little bit. Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years, Michael. Hundreds of years now. Oh, Bigard. Bigara. Uh, Special guest of the podcast is Tom Cruise from the film Far and Away. Put on the hat, Ben. Just, just, just. Put on the hat. Just tell me you like my suit. Put on the hat. Just tell me you like my suit. Oh, that's what he says. <laughs> he doesn't say put on the hat. He doesn't say put on the hat. <laughs> tell me you like me hat. Tell me you like me hat. Tom Cruise actually says that in real life. <laughs> he goes around telling people um, to, to tell them that they like the hat. Um, so if Tom Cruise's haberdashery wants to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> uh, feel free. Uh, but this phenomenon is actually called the stage Irish uh, phenomenon. Stage Irish. Stage Irish. Stage Irish. Now, cast your mind back. Oh, be God. Cast your mind back now. How far will I cast my mind back? You can go back. all the way back to the 18th century, my The dear. 18th The 18th century. Get out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, in the 18th century. <laughs> Why can't I do an impression of an Irish <laughs> I don't person? Know. I am Irish. You, you're very Irish. Oh. Like, Mick is... Is the Irish guy on this podcast? I look like a potato. He looks like a potato with sunburn. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a whole thing. Anyway, the stage Irish phenomenon happened um, when plays were being written with Irish characters featuring in them. Uh, this took particular presence in the 17th century uh, when 
Jacobites and Whigs were at war with one another. Um, wait, wait a second. It's it's a lot of information to get Hold through. Hold on. Whigs can't fight wars. They're just fake hair. They're just fake hair. W-H-I-G-S oh. uh, was a political group that was very active during this time. And the Jacobites and the Whigs uh, were against each other. <laughs> Some of them supported William of Orange uh, to take the throne from King James the second? Third. Jimmy. Jimmy. King Jimmy. Jimmy. King Jimmy. King Jimmy was going to lose the throne anyway. Uh, and what happened was a lot of Irish people su- supported um, King King James. King so, Jimmy. King Jimmy. Sorry, King Jimmy. King Jimmy and, and King Willie. If they were if they were uh, supporting King King Jimmy, they were they were usually cast in in plays in quite uh, an offensive stereotype. Really? Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben. I hate when I learn things. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll, don't, I'll tone it back. Don't teach me things. I'll tone it back. No. I've, 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 I've just, I've just I've screwed I, the pooch. What have I had to forget? I've <laughs> yeah, learned that information. Out. What? Can I name all those Transformers anymore? There, by the way, for those of you that can't see, um, I'm, I'm just looking at a giant wall of, of plastic figurines. They're not figurines, they're action figures. They're action figures. but Figurines are collected by old ladies with cats. Which Mick will be one day. <laughs> he has a cat. Ed's awesome. Ed is Shout out to Ed. Yeah, official um, cat podcast cat. Official podcast cat. We should really put that up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, just um, pictures just, just get the cat up. Um, anyway, sorry. go back to teaching me things. <clears throat> yeah, so what actually happened was uh, this character was uh, extremely aggressive and idiotic. Right. And it really played on the stereotypes. Why are you of, looking at me? Uh, of <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? I've been found out. Um, so uh, it really played on the stereotypes uh, that English people held about Irish people, that we were savages and that we were uh, just kind of like cavemen. Right. Who drank. Um, like that's, that's kind of the way it worked. Um, and this, this character became more... Uh, used in plays and it became a figure of comedy the stage play the, the stage play because we didn't have screens and Netflix in those days no Netflix um, ye old Netflix was not a thing um, very little Twitter so little Twitter people used to just write stuff on pieces of paper and throw them in the air um, and hope that someone would read them um, it that's, was very strange to, that's not factual <laughs> uh, don't check that it's a lie um, but yeah moving on from there I, this obviously kind of evolved as time went by and uh, the character would be played with different kind of things, but it, it became known as the stage Irishman. It would basically take all the stereotypes. Oh, I love a drink. Blend them into one. Asher Jays, I'm, I'm only an old rogue. I'm only oh, an old rogue. Look just at me, bro. Just, just wandering around causing havoc. That's I'm wearing me shoes and eating potatoes. Tatties. I can't. I just, I just want to eat potatoes I'm and drink. I'm so ashamed of this voice I'm doing. But my favourite, my favourite quote about this phenomenon uh, was given by... Uh, Sorry, say that again? Uh, my favourite quote about this phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, phenomena. Um, I'm not going to keep it going. But it comes from Robert Welch, and he said that the character is often recognised as garrulous, boastful, unreliable, uh, hard-drinking, belligerent, though cowardly, uh, and chronically impetuous. And impetuous means broke. Does it? Yeah, so chronically broke. That's kind of Um, racist. And that is the way that we were perceived on the stage for... Hundreds of years. George Bernard Shaw was probably the most significant man to touch on it. He wrote a play called The Playboy of the Western World, 
Where, very famous. Uh, a very extremely famous play. Hugh Hefner. Um, Hugh Hefner, a fan of... Um, oh, sorry, just all over the bit. Ben's very tired. I'm so tired today. <laughs> I'm so... I'm trying so hard. I really am. I'm just knackered. Um, knackered is tired for anyone that doesn't speak... That's in Age of Ultron. Hiberno English. Oh... We're not talking about her until the end. Okay. I can't. I'll just get angry. We'll get to her later. We'll get to her later. But anyway, George Bernard Shaw famously created a character that uh, epitomized this this stage Irishman. And he does it... Famous Irishman, George Bernard Shaw. Famous Irishman, George Bernard Shaw. And it's a very critical look at... Uh, very, very critical look at how the Irish people portray themselves. The stage Irishman has actually taken on a life of its own. It's said of Irish people that when they go abroad... They adopt their own form of the stage Irishman and become very over the top and aggressive. I don't know if that's true, but it's said about us abroad. Yeah. Uh, that that very charming Irish guy that you met in your hostel is probably an accountant. Um, and, uh, Australia, and, and not at all, and not at all the crack he seems to be. Um, so yeah, that's that's the stage Irishman phenomenon, but it 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 really kind of bled into comic books big time. Go on and. Um, it's just everywhere in in all the superhero stuff. There's but even when it's not necessarily bad, though. Yeah, but it never comes off very well. Give us an example. Um, throw, throw an example at me, Ben. So to give, give you me like, the old colopy one too. Uh, the, oh no, sorry, I didn't want to say your last name. We'll edit that. It's it's all right. It's fine. <laughs> I'll survive. I'll survive somehow. Throw, um, give me an example. Ben. I guess the two most annoying ones that I can think of off the top of my head are Sean Cassidy. And Tom Cassidy from Marvel Comic Books, who are better known as Banshee and Black Tom Cassidy. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Irish information. Irish language information. A Banshee is a lady. A Banshee is a lady. Banshee is S-I-D-H-E. Uh, and it's uh, literally a female fairy. But Th- That's what it means. Yeah. Ban means woman. Ban means woman. Why is he a man? Wait, see, they spell it differently because it, be- it got anglicised. Okay. So now it's instead of B-E-A-N-S-I-D-H-E, it's B-A-N-S-H-E-E. Right. Because people don't anglicise correctly. But it's still a figure. female thing. It's still a female thing. But, good old Marvel in the 60s. <laughs> Not that much research done. Doesn't really have to be accurate in terms of, you know, who created, national portrayal. Who created Banshee? It's uh, Stanley. Was it Stanley? Stanley. Do a Stanley voice, Ben, <laughs> on the spot. Okay. Face front, true believers. And behold, the Irishman, Banshee, that's and his crazy scream. That's, Ooh. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Excelsior, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, that's a bit, that was that was very on the spot. I'll work on it for next week. Anyway. That was pretty good. I'm, I'm, uh, I was really hoping to catch you off guard. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, uh, he is... Uh, Sean Cassidy, mm-hmm. which is the one of the most Irish names in the world. But um, that's all right. I, I know. No, no, it's I fine. There Cassidy's. are stacks of Sean Cassidy's. That's not my issue with Banshee as a portrayal. Okay. Um, one of the first things um, that Sean Cassidy is ever shown to say in the comics is, "Be Garalat. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a mutant." Oh, to be. To be sure, to be sure. To be to ta to ta to ta. Ta. I'm an old mutant. I'm an old. Tommy Mutant. Tommy um, Mutant the one. This jock's a comic shop. 
<laughs> Only Irish people are going to find that remotely if you funny. Ever, if you've ever watched TG Carr, Mick just did the most stellar impression of all their promo ads. That was pretty um, good. It was it was almost as on point as my Stan Lee impression. If TG Carr wants to sponsor us... I actually, 100%. TG Carr, give us an outlash. We'll do a little segment in Irish. We'll do the whole problem. thing in Irish. We'll do the whole thing in Irish. If you give want. Us, give us the money. We'll do the whole thing in any language if anyone wants to sponsor us. I, I don't speak Mandarin, but hey... I'll learn. Yeah. I'll use that podcast. I'll put that podcast money to good use. Go on, tell um, us why Sean Cassidy's <clears throat> racist. So, anyway, he's, he's, he's not. Well, he is. He is racist. Um, so, anyway, he is Sean Cassidy. He is heir to the Cassidy uh, Castle Estate in Ireland. Fictional, have, fictional Ireland. I have a, a castle estate, don't you? Uh, I have several. Oh, yeah, obviously. I have several. I have a province. Like every um, Irishman. Yeah, we all have castles at the back garden. <laughs> um, you know yourself. Uh, she have to have an old back garden castle. An old castle. Somewhere to go. Um, but yeah, so he, he was educated at Trinity. Bet you didn't know this. I didn't know that. Edu- his fictional oh. history is he's educated at Trinity. And then he went on to work for Interpol. And after he worked for Interpol... How would he pronounce Interpol? Interpol. Interpol. Should I work for Interpol? Because Do you know, you know yourself. I work for Interpol. Big Top of the morning. Big R. So anyway, that's him. Uh, he then later joined the X-Men in the original kind of new team where Storm, Colossus, Wolverine were all introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, What was his uh, first debut issue? It's, oh, is it the 100th Spectacular? I don't know. I just, you is, didn't is even it? notice I was making fun of first debut. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> Damn it, I'm so tired today. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just letting your boots fall flat. <laughs> if there are any female listeners oh. I do not have flat bits <laughs> I'm not checking <laughs> so yeah basically he went on to join that and he spends most of that issue um, drinking whiskey and playing the piano playing, oh, playing ditties on the piano classic Irishman uh, he later had a daughter uh, Siren and now Hold on a second. She should have been called Banshee. She should have been called Banshee. That would have been perfect. She got called Siren, which is actually a Greek. That doesn't um, make any sense. No, there's no sense to be had here. They both have voice powers, so it's just like, ah, she's Irish, but the Sirens did things with their voices. Just give it to her. Do you think they realised it? You've gone a bit Irish. I've gone a bit Irish myself, I have. Do you think they realised that Banshee would have been a better name for a female character and then went, ah, ah, bollocks. Bollocks. Ah, balls. Um, you know, they did, they definitely did, and at that point he was well established. Okay. Now, he's fairly, fairly poor representation of us as a nation, but nothing beats his cousin. Uh, Tom Cassidy is his cousin, and they're old rivals from back in the day, because mm. they both fought over the same Bure. A Bure, by the way, is an attractive woman in Irish parlance. Uh, and they both fought over the same Bure. Bitter rivals, even though they're cousins. Um, and so they did this whole thing and he has the most racist uh, mutant power yeah. in in Marvel Comics oh he can project energy blasts that doesn't seem racist but only through wood how's that racist so he has to well you wonder how that's racist Mick how do you think an Irishman who can only project energy blasts through wood would do that what, what would he carry around with him Oh no It's exactly what you think It's one of those stick things Yeah isn't it? it is It's a it's, shillelagh oh. He carries a shillelagh around oh. And he uses that To God. send his uh, 
he had to send his energy blast at people oh. because of course it's a shillelagh he's Irish it's perfect it matches but I mean in in one sense it's it's very accurate because I have nothing but shifty cousins I I, I yeah, have stacks of shifty cousins <laughs> and a very nice collection of polished uh, shillelaghs yeah and I have some nice cousins too if they're listening um, you're, if you're listening you're one of the nice ones you're not one of the shifty ones because you support your cousin's dreams yeah except you Darren god damn it Darren sorry Darren I don't know you if I meet you I'm sure you're lovely he's not, um, oh, he's not? No, okay great he always has a shillelagh he's he always, always shooting energy blasts always shooting energy blasts Jesus all those shifty cousins <laughs> all over a bure all over a bure it's terrible anyway again terrible representation his catchphrase is boyo that's alright they, they they all talk to each other in boyos. I'll, I'll teach you boyo. And is he and stuff like also heir to an estate? Um, I think he contests the Cassidy... Obviously. ...castlehood. Mm-hmm. Um, again, every family has their own castlehood. Um, castlehood contests are, are quite common. But I mean... Okay, look, I agree that comics don't do Irish people well. They don't. They don't. They don't. It's just a fact. Uh, unless they're written by an Irishman... Unless it's a particular Irishman who we might talk about later. Maybe. But, um, look, every ethnic grouping was misrepresented in 70s comics. Oh, absolutely. They had Thunderbird. Bird. Yeah, no, he was Thunderbird. He had a bloody feather in his hair. He did. Just a big red feather sticking on the back. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbird is a really generic, kind of super strong, super durable, Native American-based... Superhero that joined the team at the same time as Banshee. Actually, yes, I th- I think that's what that issue was. It was it was just like we need to start diversifying. So they they got the Russian guy in yeah. Colossus. They got a Canadian in yeah. Wolverine. Uh, they got the Irishman in. They got an Egyptian African in. Yeah, Aurora Monroe. Storm. Yeah, uh, and they just kept doing. Oh, German. German. Got a German Nightcrawler. A shifty German. Issue. A shifty German. Sneaky German. See. Yeah. They're all racist. So they're all. They're all. They're, each one was misrepresented, but because we're Irish, we're going to take umbrance to this. One. <laughs> At least Nightcrawler didn't wear lederhosen. He didn't wear a lederhosen, but he probably would have given the option. <laughs> he probably would have. Um, Nightcrawler might be a deviant, not a deviant like the opposite of the Eternals. That the old no, no, that's a deep cut. That's a deep. That's 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 some obscure. That's a deep r- comic book cut. Yeah, yeah, accidentally yeah, yeah. made there. Yeah, yeah. We'll I mean, a, I mean a sexual deviant. A sexual deviant, <laughs> not, not one of those proper deviants. Not one of the ones created by the Celestials. In the first, what is it? Celestials, Deviants, Eternals. Celestials, Celestials made, the boss, aren't they? Celestials made Eternals, and Deviants are essentially the mutants of Eternals. I think. Oh, okay. Welcome to Men Misremembering Things, the podcast. That that could be the name this week. <laughs> There's no reason it wouldn't be. Um, do you have any more things to say about Banshee? Um, just that he's awful silly. <laughs> um, they never bothered to. Um, oh, the last thing I want to say about him He, spoilers, uh, actually dies in the comics And oh. is resurrected a little bit later um, But he's, uh, when he dies he His last words are I just hope that St. Peter takes me up to the pearly gates oh, I kid you not So not only do we drink and play the piano all the time But we spend most of our time praying <laughs> as well So, you know, oh, as pain. representations go What about how he got un-Irished? Uh, yeah, I for some reason they didn't choose the um, slightly offensive portrayal for the X Men First Class movie, and he's 
super duper American. Yeah, and super duper dies off screen. He does die off screen. Yeah. I completely forgot that. Yeah, super duper dies off screen and presumably says, oh gosh, I sure hope... That's my American accent. St. Peter's there to take me up to those pearly gates. <laughs> More, wrong Morty. voice. <laughs> wrong voice. <laughs> Morty. Um, no, we're not doing it. No, we're, we're not, not going there. Anyway... That's one of my gripes in the comic book form. How about yourself? Look, I'm going to counter your Any, gripe. Anything? I'm countering your gripe. You're I'm going to go positive. Aww. And it's not really comic book, to be honest. It's, 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 uh, it's science fiction. It's Star Trek, Ben. It's classic Star Trek. Oh. No. Oh. Leave it. Leave it out. Star Trek's great. Mm. People who don't like Star Trek are deviants. Mm. Celestial deviants? Yes. Or? <laughs> those ones. Ancient ancient mutants. I, I'm really trying not to do the voice now. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Um, yeah, no. Look, we're going to talk about Star Trek, and we're going to talk about the world's greatest living Irishman, possessor of a massive head and the finest curly hair you've you've ever seen. It is a spud head. He does have a massive head, like all of the best stars of TV and film. Uh, I am talking about Colin Meaney as the. Absolutely legendary character, Chief Miles O'Brien. He Miles is O'Brien. Miles O'Brien is possibly the best representation of an Irish person in a non-Irish series that I've ever seen. Okay, okay, I'm not going to convince me. I'm not going to explain Star Trek. Everyone yeah. knows what Star Trek is. It's do, a do. no, that wasn't Star that Trek. Was Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> what was that? I, I I had the tune in my head and then it vanished and it turned into Star Wars and I knew that it just brought you up. So it I, sounded like a diabetics blood sugar warning alarm you're not diabetic are you no well I sometimes say I am so I can get away with eating jellies I, I do that too <laughs> anyway look what's his name again Colin Meany Colin Meany Colin Meany who is, plays Miles O'Brien plays Miles O'Brien he's a real Irish person he for the most part uses his real Irish accent for the most part he mm. veers into American a little bit sometimes uh, but Look, he, for example, you have to give him. You have to give him. You know, he says he says pants instead of trousers. That's the scriptwriters, and also look, it's the future. He, they might have done away with trousers. He's from Future Space Ireland. Yeah, yeah. But maybe everyone says pants in Future, future Space. Space Ireland. <laughs> anyway, right. So that's the name of the podcast. By the way. Future Space Ireland. Future. I, I, future I was thinking Irishman's a spouse. Yeah, that could work it's, too. That's pretty good, isn't it? It's a talky. I mean, you're going to go full hog. But yeah, fair enough. Sorry, back to Miles O'Brien. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So, he's a real Irish person. Yeah. Um, and he... Here's a little fact for you. Do you want a little fact? Go on. Here's go a on, little, little, little Star Trek fact. Little tidbit. In all of Star Trek, Colin Meany has the second most appearances. Who's first, David? Eh? Michael Dorn. Worf. Because ah. he was a regular on Next Generation and uh, he popped up in a couple. Yeah. So, but so, so did Miles O'Brien. Miles O'Brien started in the Next Generation ah. as an unnamed transporter chief, and um, eventually he was oh, just in the serious. background, yeah, yeah. bloody bloody tapping away, tapping on the plastic panel, beaming people hither and fro, and doing things like a big space Irishman with a big. Space Irish fat Pure hair. natural. Pure natural. And, uh, and obviously, look, it's Colomini. You can't just have Colomini stand no. in the background. He'll, he'll probably beat you up. It's not possible. So they gave him more and more to do. And they gave him a backstory. Yeah, they, yeah. they called him Miles O'Brien. Okay. Probably his best episode. His his No, not his best episode. His uh, his coming out episode. His uh, 
<laughs> it's not the first episode he appeared. No, he's not gay. He's not space gay. He's married to a. What would be wrong with space gay? Michael? Nothing. Space gay is fine. Gay is fine. <laughs> he's married to a space American Japanese. It was a flash of fear and excitement when I called him on space gay. It was like, oh no. Um, so yeah, look, it was a great episode. It's called The Wounded. Okay. And in The Wounded, uh, Miles O'Brien's former commander, who's American space Irish. Okay, so he's American Irish, but from okay, space. But from space, that's, uh, yeah, that's an interesting mix. He comes back, and he's 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 determined to blow up some Kardashians. Kardashians, Karda, which one is it? The aliens with the face, not the, not the, the not the, the Instagram, not the aliens who run a successful media business. Aren't no, Kardashians. So his former commander is determined to blow up some Kardashians, as as former commanders often are. Right, and Picard and the Enterprise have to stop him. And Picard decides uh, he's going to stop him using force. And Miles O'Brien's like, no, listen, let me talk to him. We know each other. And Miles O'Brien beams over. He, he uses technology trickery. So he's not like this luggish Irishman that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. He, he comes up with the idea and goes, and beams over. And they're in a room and it's dark and it's quiet. And they're talking about their old comrades and one of them died. And the, the captain of the other ship says talking about a comrade they had who was also space Irish space Irish and he says because uh, we're everywhere it was everywhere it's a spouse and he says to him um, Miles what was that song he always used to sing and Miles he doesn't break a beat he just looks dead ahead <laughs> straight into space and he goes the minstrel boy to the war hath gone in the ranks of death you'll find him. His father's sword he hath girded on. His wild harp's long behind him. Jesus. And they go through the whole song. Right yeah. Misty-eyed over here. <laughs> it's nice to know that even in the Sisboss. Even Sisboss. We carry a tune in our hearts. <laughs> a hit flask in our pockets. And he, he, he's, he's singing the song. The old the old ballad and yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real song by the way oh no I know the minstrel boy Thomas Moore Thomas Moore I think Thomas Moore wrote it uh, in Trinity so. with Banshee yeah should, they were old buddies <laughs> they, they used to spend time in the castlehood Thomas Moore is real Thomas Moore is real um, anyway so at the end they're both sitting there and it's all silent and his, his old captain turns to him and in American Irish says I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win this one am I chief and Chief O'Brien says no sir and then he gives up his quest for vengeance. No. Avoids the war. He avoids the war with an old sing song. He talked him down. Look, like when I'm a pub. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. When I was a teenager and I saw that, I hated it. Because I was thinking, did. stereotype, yeah. Irishman goes and bloody sings a song and everything's and grand. everything's fine. But, you know, that song has, it also, it, I, I, I did some research. and uh-huh. um, It has a lot of meaning to people, that song. Um, oh, does it? Yeah, the Irish Defence Forces play it. Really? Funerals. Okay. Uh, uh, Boston Police. When, oh, that's not when, a joke then. No, it's dead serious. Yeah, it's a dead serious song. It means things to people. And Colin Meaney, like me, isn't an amazing singer. It's just two lads singing this just song. Just it with a bit of... Yeah. Oh, uh, it's one of the best Star Trek scenes you'll I'm ever gonna see. I'm going to have to go look at this. You're going to make me watch Star Trek. Yes! Oh. Victory in podcasting. Then, okay, the other great thing about Miles O'Brien, right? Yeah, sure. Um, so he goes on to Deep Space Nine... He, he represents us well, Ben. He, oh, no, I'm sure he does. He has the occasional drink. 
Sure. Everything's fine. Who doesn't? He, he gets space drunk once or twice. One of his best friends is a space Englishman, Dr. Julian Bashir. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, Spacelessman. Everything's fine. Everything's very space. And then... <laughs> everything's very space. In one episode, in one episode, his... It, look, I'm not going to go into it too much. His daughter goes missing. Oh, she, no. She falls in a time portal. Ah. So we've all fell into a time portal on the way home. <laughs> a few drinks. Time portal. Oh. Is that why you're so That's tired? That's why you're so tired today. Uh, I spent so most of last night in the Renaissance. His daughter, Molly. Molly. Molly O'Brien. Molly O'Brien. Jesus. Fierce strong name. Fierce strong name. I know a few Molly O'Briens myself. I know a few Miles O'Briens. Do you? Yeah. I'd like to meet them. Is one of them Colin Meany? No. I actually no. saw Colin Meany once, but that's totally off topic. It's totally. I got real excited. Did you? Yeah, I Did saw you fanboy on him. No, I don't fanboy. I'm not a fanboy. In fact, I kind of have a thing about not liking people who get excited about meeting celebrities. But I nearly got excited when I, when I met Colin. It's kind of fair. Anyway, so Colin Meany, not Colin Meany. That's an actor. The character that Colin Meany plays, Miles Chief Miles O'Brien, he um, he loses his daughter through a time portal, and he has to try and get her back. Okay, and. One of the ways he tries to get her back is by building this machine. And we spend a few minutes with him building the machine. Sure. He's building it on the planet where he's trying to get her back. And it doesn't work. Awkward. Right? So he's, he's de- his daughter is gone, Ben. She's just pure gone. She's gone. Like, the man's in emotional turmoil. Not great. And then he, he starts working this machine. You can see the excitement on his face because Colin Meany's acting the hell out yeah. of it. And, uh, he does enjoy it, a bit of acting. He presses the buttons, boop, 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 and uh, the thing blows up. Oh, Jesus. And he picks up a spanner, he throws the spanner at it, and he utters the single best line in Star Trek history. Hold on a second. I've set up a clip. Here we go. Let's play that again without the windows. Bollocks. <laughs> Bollocks. Bollocks. Look. It is the greatest Irish phrase. It, it's just so Irish. It's just great that it had to have been Colin Meany. The frustration of it all. That has to, he has to have said to the director. Just let just me say. Let me, just let me do this one. It's brilliant. There's no panzer trousers debates here. No, this is Colomini being Colomini and saying bollocks, squeezing it past the the um the sensors because the they sensors, haven't got a clue what a bollocks is. They don't know what a bollocks is. A bollock is a testicle. It is. And bollocks. When you have it, when you have more than one, not flat like mix, <laughs> uh, they're called bollocks. Yeah, that's true. Um, that in fact, like it, the, he got away with saying bollocks in Star Trek. Yes. Win. And uh, he squeezed it past the censors. Yeah. And um, when they showed it on the BBC, they censored it. No. Yeah. When they showed it on RTE, it's the radio television, it, they national got, broadcaster. Yeah, national broadcaster, six o'clock in the evening, uncensored. Uh, it was great. Look, uh, Miles O'Brien, best Irishman in pop culture by far. That's kind of interesting, though. It's, Look, it's, he's great. He's great. He's okay, a great space no, Irishman. No, I think. Okay, that's a that's a fairly all right. Fine, I will concede that's a fair representation of Irish people. But it does kind of embody that weird dilemma that we seem to have as a a nation when it comes to representation and all kinds of right. Just sometimes it's good. Like some people love the the over the top Irish. You know, come on, we have a drink, sing some songs, like punch each other. 
and then I think most Irish people just sit there and go oh god will you just well, you know go away the other get out of it go away get over it get up the yard get up the yard look see that window the other thing the other thing we have to look at is for us there's a big difference between space Irish and space Irish American yeah space Irish American is a huge issue but look that's why we're not touching Irish American in this episode yeah. because oh, the, oh, who are we to say if someone is doing a good Boston Irish or not Boston Irish is not yeah no this is this is purely focused on the Irish Irish the people the from Irish. the island of Ireland the island of Ireland a beautiful place it is too yeah and look one of the hardest things to say in an Irish accent is the word Ireland Ireland yeah it is it's not doesn't roll. Look, if you go to if you go to pop culture, and uh, this is the thing, look, we we are very aware here at this podcast that everybody, upon hearing someone who's not from their country doing their country, is probably they can pick things out much better. Yeah, they just feel it. Yeah, it's just like uh, no. Like I don't know how good Michael Fassbender's American accent is. It's not very good. I don't know how good Colin Farrell's American accent is. They sound kind of fine to me. But I'm not American. Except when Michael Fassbender keeps slipping back into... Yeah. Mutants! My fellow mutants! We're here on this beach, and I'm a Jewish-German, and I'm talking like this. For, that, that. for some reason, I'm going to stop these bleeding missiles. With me powers. With me powers. Not if, the whiskey. If Michael Fassbender... Wants to sponsor the podcast <laughs> That would be fine that's, that's, He seems like a solid bloke If Michael Fassbender wants to be on the podcast Yes Someone tweet Fassbender we Get promise, him here We promise not to fanboy No we don't We're firmly happen. against it here at the Michael and Benjamin's podcast Or Colin Meany Is Colin Meany on Twitter? If Colin Meany wants to Yeah Grant we can do it in the pub Get <laughs> oh, You've just undone years of progress <laughs> I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not ashamed of that particular choice. Ben, we've barely, we've barely scratched at, the surface. Scratched yeah. the surface of Irish people in, uh, in 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 popular culture. We've got a lot more to look at. What do you say we we save them for another day? I I think we'll have to do a part two. I think we'll have I, I think we'll have to do a part two. Um, because we've quite a bit to say. I can see you have some notes. I have some notes. I don't make notes. This is all off the cuff. Uh, it's all fresh off the top right, of my we'll, head. We'll edit that out. Grant. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, preserve, we'll preserve the magic. Preserve the magic. Leave it It'll in. be grand. It'll if, be grand. If we're going to edit it out, edit out when I farted. Uh, I'm not doing that. That stays. That stays. You made the Mexican food. You died by the Mexican food. <laughs> I had to suffer through it. The room is very small. It's very small. It's a very small room. It's very warm. Toasty. Yeah. Toasty. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up. What All right, we'll what do we need? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What wait, do we wait, need wait. to say at the Sorry. end? Uh, um, we will include some links yeah. to some of the stuff we talked about. Um, I will give a reference for the Stage Irishman thing for anyone who's interested in continuing that. Um, Mick, any any suggestions? Tweet us about your favourite Irish people or your yeah, least favourite Irish I mean, I mean, your favourite screen. Don't tweet us about us being your least favourite Irish people. That would hurt. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> Um, don't don't criticize me in any way. Yeah, do criticize Ben. No, 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 no. Contact Mick directly. Criticize me through Mick, or and, and he will turn it into a bit for next week's podcast. Also worth mentioning is if Marvel Ireland are listening and they want to send Ben some tickets to Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know because I, mean, I haven't seen it. Yet. He hasn't seen it. Maybe he's having financial problems. I I don't know. I'm not privy to his private dealings. 
Thank but that God. might that might help him. Any of those things, tweet us at Mick and Ben, or or leave us a message on the YouTube video, or uh, leave us a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes or any very, of those things. Very pluggy. It's not a plug. Very shilly. It's not a plug. Look, I'm not plugging. I'm not saying that people should like, share, tis, and subscribe. Tis far from tis far from plugs you were raised now. Oh, to be sure. Look, aren't we only Irish, and aren't we only too ashamed for any of that self-promotion? Right, so anyway. Bye. Pub. Pub.